This is Dojo Live, Tech Without Borders, stories that bring us together. If you could please introduce the show today, that would be awesome. <laughs> Hi guys, uh, welcome to another edition of Dojo Live. Uh, today, well, my name is Marielle, I'm going to be your co-host today. We have Tulio, we have Carlos, and of course we have our guest today, Mikhail Krima from Sleepbox. Mikhail, thank you very much for, for being with us today. Um, well, first off, can you, can you tell us about a little bit about yourself, maybe your professional experience or any personal thing you want to share with us? Sure. Uh, yeah. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me today. Um, so my, uh, my name is Mikhail Krimov, co-founder and CEO of Sleepbox. Uh, we founded this uh, company three years ago in Boston. Uh, before that, uh, I, my previous life, uh, I was an architect. Uh, my first company is an architectural company in Moscow. Uh, and I moved to the US four years ago. My first year here was at MIT, research fellowship. Uh, and after that, uh, Sleepbox is my new life. Oh, thank you. Um, well, going straight to the today's topic, uh, we're going to be talking to reinventing the hotel experience. So. Tell us, what, what's Sleepbox, what's the idea behind it? Yep, uh, so um, first there is a problem um, that I experience as a traveler with uh, my hotel experience and travel experience. And the problem is that um, just access to privacy is, is uh, hard, is cost prohibitive, um, it's full of friction. Hotels, like I want to travel to New York or Boston, stay a couple of days to explore the city. $300 per night for a hotel and uh, a lot of commute or Airbnb and even more commute. Uh, in airports, uh, long connections, you don't have access to privacy and, um, and hotels um, in general, or you, you need to leave hotel, uh, you need to leave airport. So all this, um, uh, all these gaps in, in the travel experience and hotel experience um, made us think like how to feel, feel those, uh, what do we need as travelers to have our experiences like smooth and frictionless? And Sleepbox, I believe, is part of the solution uh, and the solution that we are offering now to the market. And the idea is pretty simple: that today the biggest restriction uh, for hotel industry to provide uh, to provide rooms um, where people need those is that it's very hard to build hotel rooms. Uh, it's you know full construction, and basically today the only way to launch a new hotel is to build one multi-million dollar investment, ten, like 10 years, to, you know, five years to build it, and uh, 10 years to return the investment. Uh, we want to change this model uh, by introducing uh, modular plug-in hotel rooms to the market uh, and uh, making it smart and turnkey solution for uh, hotel uh, industry. Uh, we want basically to unlock a new, whole new market niche, bringing hotel rooms where it was impossible before, to airports uh, or to existing uh, office spaces. Interesting. So when you say modular, what, is that ex what does that mean exactly? So I will risk sharing a screen just to give an idea. Please, uh, that would be awesome. Uh, of how uh, our rooms look like. So this is Sleepbox. Uh, literally modular, standalone, plug-in hotel room. We can bring it to any space. It takes one, like two hours to assemble one. You just need the electric outlet to plug it in. 
and uh, this is a basically a micro hotel full-size room charged with cool features it's soundproof it's private it's like ambient light this uh, window you see changes opacity when you touch a button uh, folding table uh, reading light uh, temperature control all bells and whistles you you may need to, to, to stay for a couple of hours or to uh, uh, to stay overnight so logistically speaking is it just a room I mean like for example a question that pops up right up right away is what about the bathroom what about shower how does how so does uh, in airports um, in airports uh, showers are outside uh, because in there so we have two models we use Sleepbox now as, as a, our core technology powered by the software platform we've built to provide the service where people need it. Um, so, and we see now two main scenarios. First, airports, and we've launched our first airport location uh, three months ago in Washington, D.C., in uh, Dallas International Airport. Um, and in airports, it's hourly service. Uh, so it's basically a nap vending machine uh, just, or uh, on-demand uh, hotel room right in the terminal. You don't need to leave terminal or airport. It's right there near gates. Uh, but it, but the problem with solving airports is that access to privacy and comfort. So uh, bathrooms, sometimes we are able to provide those as part of our lounge. Sometimes they're just in proximity. In city hotels, we build we build a block of bathrooms. So they're semi-private, um, one bathroom per five uh, rooms. Okay, so I get the international travel. I mean, I would have loved this when I flew to, speaking of Russia, I flew to Russia in April and I landed in Moscow. I had a six hour layover before I went to Tomsk in Siberia and I actually ended up booking a room so I can get some sleep because I took a 15 hour flight, not sleeping, it'd be nice to get a few hours of sleep. So what you're saying is I could, you could set that up in a whole, uh, in an airport where the, there's these rooms that you can just rent out for a few hours to take a nap, for example. Or exactly. Exactly. You need to do some work and stuff. That makes sense. That's a, actually solves a major problem for a lot of international travelers. The the other version is, is there like a pop up hotel within a hotel? Like, what's the real estate look like? Okay, got it. Kind of uh, so uh, the the other. Uh, the hotel market, the hotel opportunity, we see it uh, this way. We take a lease over an office, an empty office space or a space that used to be office space in some great location like New York Times Square, Boston Fennel Hall, Waterfront, San Diego, uh, and convert it into hotel. It's a branded sleepless hotel with reception, bathroom, common areas, uh, like 50 rooms or so. Um, so for, for you as a traveler, it's just, just a hotel with your private and cool hotel room and semi-shared bathrooms. The price per night it varies between like 80 and $120 per night. So uh, generally we are two, three times cheaper than any other hotel in the same area. Um, that's, that's kind of the idea to give travelers mm, another uh, um, choice when they choose between you know hotels, Airbnbs, uh, and hostels, uh, how to not to compromise their uh, comfort, but to stay in a great location for a very reasonable price. Can you share a little bit about the use cases? I'm I'm seeing for I'm just kind of relating to it, right? I, I've in the past I've traveled on a red eye, for example, to New York, 
and you have a meeting at two o'clock in the afternoon or even a lunch meeting and, and sometimes you just need a few hour nap it's not doesn't work checking into the hotel for the night before so application like what's the most common use case you're going after uh, is it the overnight sleeper or is it literally the the person looking for a sleep box like i just want to take a nap for four hours or refresh myself what's the use case for cities, it's overnight stays. So it's a traveler traveling alone or with a company, uh, friend, uh, uh, significant other, uh, looking to stay for one, two, three nights uh, with a focus not to spend their time in the hotel, but to spend their time exploring the city. And we, cr we want to create a hotel that is uh, a vehicle for, for, for that uh, adventure, for a journey, not a golden cage uh, where you pay for all the stuff that you don't really need and use. So is the, the use case is more the the, 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 the traveler who's a, like, for example, maybe not on business, but on an excursion and they just want to have a yep. lower cost alternative. Yeah, basically we're like urban explorers. That's how we define okay. them. Mm -hmm. We explorers, that, that makes sense. Um, Tell us a little bit about, uh, and then guys, chime in anytime here. By the way, if you have a question for, uh, for our guests, you can go on uh, Twitter at Dojo Live. We can submit the questions live right here. If you're watching on LinkedIn Live, you can do the same thing within the stream. Just ask a question. We're happy to submit that for you. But, but um, the, uh, um, let me tell you a little bit about our first like airport uh, location more, because airports are something that we're like actively, you know, expanding and building right now. Uh, CIDES is something that we hope to introduce in, in like next year, let's say. But so that's the main market right now, the airport market. Yeah, air, airports are like our current business. For us though, uh, we see that airports are a great way to introduce uh, this concept to active travelers. Uh, so that's the way uh, we can put it, put Sleepbox right in front of them. Uh, help them to solve the problem that there is no other way they can solve, uh, really reduce the barriers to try it, and then hopefully they will like it and they will uh, stay uh, in our hotels when we'll launch those. But today we are focused on expanding in airports as our first first step. And, um, and there are two parts of the experience that are, I think, interesting to talk about. First is the room itself, uh, which is pretty, like, obvious concept. There is a room right in the terminal near gates with all the bell, bells and whistles I mentioned, soundproof, private, uh, uh, ambient light and stuff like that, like little speakers. Uh, the second thing that we've built to make this really cool experience is um, software uh, app. Uh, so this is, um, that's why I call this room smart. Um, and today uh, we could create pretty seamless uh, it's not perfect yet, but it's it's. Uh, I think the core um, the core flow is there. Seamless process uh, of um, using that hotel room in the airport. So today our guests uh, they book a room uh, on the on the app Sleepbox app, and then they check in on the app, just making a selfie and a photo of a document. Uh, then the key to the room is also on the app, so they unlock the door just pressing a button there. And then they control all these features uh, of the room uh, in the same place. And uh, that, I think, is pretty cool. And that's uh, like, you know, Uber Zipcar experience, but in hospitality. I like it. I, I remember once traveling in and out of India, and I, I think it was Hyderabad's airport. I'm not sure if it was Bangalore. But 
like I had to manually go to a place to get a room to get some sleep. And it was, it was not as simple as like having an app to do that. Yeah. Okay. So you started in Washington, DC. How are you determining what's the next airport? What are some of the ways you're validating which markets to go after? How, how are you do, doing that? Uh, we're basically uh, looking at international hubs where there are a significant amount of delays and layovers. And uh, when there are delays and layovers, that's like sleepbox is needed. Uh, so uh, we talk with lots of airports and we have some interesting strategic partnerships now in place. So we're now looking at expanding in um, like five US airports, a couple of Middle Eastern ones. And after that, a couple of European, uh, and I hope that all may happen next 12 or 18 months. Great. Marielle, you got some questions as well. I'm sure you've got a burning. A yeah, I'm actually interested in the, in the app, like the part of the app. You said that basically you can like check in during this app, book the room, uh, and also open it using right, the actual right. app. Like the actual app is your key to your room. Exactly, exactly. You open it and then you, you change the color of light, you set up your temperature, uh, set up white noise, uh, like, like that level of control of your experience. So that's, I found it pretty interesting and I've stayed in Sleepbox for days now, weeks, um, uh, that when, even then when the space is compact, when it's designed uh, smart and when the experience is smart, actually the size doesn't matter what matters is how you feel it how like the experience is it you know does it feel good the quality does it feel right uh, and if it does then you know you, you feel great <laughs> yeah like from a general overview uh thanking your words like making a smart place a smart place like that like smart it's kind of a challenge um uh, can you tell us like what was the biggest challenge that you had while, while creating sleepbox was it like technologically or? I think regulations. Regulations uh, uh, were um, were the biggest challenge because this is a new type of you know thing. Uh, this is a new thing completely. And when you um, are talking about converting you know office space into hotel or installing something like that in the airport, there are codes around it and inspectors and certifications and uh, the process that is not existing. Uh, because no one in the in the code in the fire safety code, uh, you know, they talk about uh, modular standalone rooms. It's just not not the thing that uh, exists. Uh, so learning how um, to or trying different approaches and understanding how to uh, make this happen, how to convince uh, all the inspectors that uh, this is safe, this is good, this is like this is and, and to make it scalable process. That was uh, a challenge, but I think we've done pretty well. Uh, basically today, uh, Sleepbox is your um, listed device. So the, uh, for, for the US, it's like a vacuum cleaner. Like that's a, it's, it's certified as a device. This, this, is, this is a furniture with electronic components. And that allows us basically to bring it, install it uh, with uh, much lower friction than like, it could be. I, I have a question, a burning question myself, and this is from the from the business side, from the marketing side, because I'm I, I'm more into the marketing part of, of, of Nearsoft and Dojo Live. Um, Mikhail, in in terms of the marketing itself, mm -hmm. of selling the idea, 
what is the um, or uh, or in terms of adoption, mm -hmm. what is the biggest challenge you've encountered? Like for example, uh, don't you have users that are uh, concerned about I don't know maybe who's going to clean up the place after it's being used? You know that kind of thing. Yeah. It has to do with the customer experience. Right. What is the, the biggest challenge, and how have you solved it? So uh, there are. I think two challenges. First one is mm, just telling, you know, again, this is a new thing. So when you were selling a car, uh, you don't need to explain to people what a car is. You just highlight, you know, that like why your car is better than others. In our case, we need to kind of explain, introduce the whole concept first. So this is a challenge, just educating people. In their course, though, it's easier uh, just because like it's 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 there. People need it. They don't need to understand like the whole like, complexity of the concept. This is a hotel room right there. I get it. Like that's that's enough. The fact that it's model or plug-in, it doesn't really matter anything to to users, right? It's just um, they they need the solution. So uh, that's easier to to, to to like we're kind of skipping this first step in the airport. Uh, uh, but uh, the second challenge is uh, is that everyone has a uh, has different questions like yeah how do like are they clean like all that and and they by, by the way they are we we have staff 24 7 reception desk uh, so we clean each room after each use it's basically hotel management thing uh, so uh, bathrooms like all that so uh, our job is just uh, in uh, our marketing message in in the app to explain it explain it as clear as uh, as possible and uh, it works so far but we're learning uh, how to do that better every day well, I mean, the question, go ahead the question becomes what's the alternative right the alternative is more painful I, I have more of a question in terms of uh, how are you going to take this to the market to the airports is are you planning any strategic partnerships is your goal to to go through the lounges first yeah. Where you going directly to the airport in terms of finding the real estate for this? Right. What's the strategy to, to expand and, and bring this to every airport and every national hub out there, basically? So there are two parts in our strategy. First one is that we're kind of leading the category now. So that gives us a good advantage that a lot of airports are approaching us because um, like five or 10 years ago, uh, no one really, you know, was ready to invest in, in napping facilities in, in airports. Today, uh, we are in Dallas. There are other solutions in other airports, uh, our competitors. So um, airports are kind of getting that, okay, this is the actually the service that people want, that people need, that makes money. So they're starting actively looking for solutions to, to provide this service. So it's good to be you know um, in the avant-garde here. But we also secured a great strategic partnership with uh, Priority Pass uh, and like their companies around Priority Pass, um, and uh, we're uh, looking to expand uh, now together uh, in U.S. airports, uh, at least in the first place. And this is a great, uh, strong partner uh, to have. Basically, mm, I think giving us that gives us Priority Pass or putting us on the fast lane uh, in that in that market vertical. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Yeah, this Thank is a huge, this is a huge deal. It's it's not finalized yet, but I we uh, 
um, we're starting starting working together on, on a couple of projects. Well, definitely sounds like it could be a game changer for you guys. Yeah. So congratulations. Okay, so let's fast forward a little bit. The airport market's huge, obviously. Let's say you conquer that. What's next? I mean, I'm looking at this, I'm thinking, man, this would be kind of cool, like at a big concert event, like just do a pop-up hotel. Or if I'm a Marriott or Hilton or whatever, and I want to offer a floor where I have some more economical... Oh, yeah. That's exactly one of the projects that we're we're having right now uh, existing hotels converting one of the floors of the existing building into sleep box hotel like adding that different different value prop in the same building actually the the interest from existing hotel brands to this um is higher than i would ever expect so next step after airports city hotels uh and i think we can launch five ten uh, sleep box hotels in every major city in the world because instead of building you know one tower with 250 or 1,000 rooms, rooms we can launch uh, five different hotels with 50 rooms in different uh, areas of the city, providing different like hyper-local cool experiences, connecting all that in one network of experiences. So that would be awesome, and that would be a game changer. And the opportunity uh, for that is just like incredibly large. Um, and then um, th these are two major like airports and. That, that urban hotels are two major verticals but you're totally right there are festivals there, there are disaster um, like relief situations uh, homelessness uh, and um, uh, other like you know highway uh, like hotel, hotels on the highways uh, uh, to give that a couple of hours of rest and other cool ideas where modular plug-in solution can help so uh, we definitely see a variety of products in future today we're focused on launching our own branded hotels but when this will be figured out more or less now i i, I look forward to launch products that we will distribute uh like basically sell uh to people so they can use them in different situations including you know putting a couple of those in your garage and there be being that like eventually that may happen Sounds like the organizers of South by Southwest should probably be listening because this seems like a pretty cool solution. And then you have to create a Burns uh, option, Burning Man. So <laughs> that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, you got some additional questions uh, before we wrap up. <laughs> Maria? I just think it's a pretty cool idea. And uh, going back to your question, like what's next for for Sleepbox? I was thinking about uh, some other stuff like 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 hospitals. It'll be a really really cool idea to have like sleep boxes around hospitals, you know, for people mm -hmm. who yeah. don't want to move too far from their, their loved ones. Uh, I think this is really cool and for doctors, have yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's a great idea, actually. Yeah, and I'm I'm also I was I was thinking about you know these uh, capsule. Uh, hotels in Japan, and I'm, I'm kind of comparing it, but this is it goes this goes beyond because it's it's offering like the whole hotel experience. Local. Yeah, ca ca capsule hotels are really cool, but they have a couple of um, like inherited uh, problems that didn't allow them to scale in previous thirty years. Though they're becoming increasingly popular actually very successful in Europe now and, and in, even in the US but the problems are that they're not soundproof they're not private they're not standalone 
Um, the, the, when you think uh, about capsule hotels, they're basically like hostels with you know plastic walls between uh, walls. So you cannot really put you know one capsule in the space. You need to to have all these different uh, rooms to leave luggage and all that. So we're taking that to uh, we're adding a couple of more levels of comfort uh, and independence to to this to this experience i think yeah i mean it's a different customer too i mean i i could see using this kind of thing if i'm if i'm in a city all day having meetings i just need a place to sleep that's comfortable and and quiet i like the idea that you have some technology like uh, sleep noise and so on and so forth and i could manage it all on that so congratulations you know in building this the journey how long has the journey been so far <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> quite it was quite a journey so we we created the initial concept um like 10 years ago uh and it, it became viral it was a huge pr success but it was too early if you think about that 10 years ago there was no uber there was no zipcar there was no we work so mindset was different uh and um so we created that concept, but I just continued doing my architectural uh, architectural work. Uh, and um, three years ago, we felt that the time is right. People are ready um, to, to use it. Uh, the opportunity is now here. And we started uh, working full time uh, to bring it to, to reality. Congratulations. So um, having been doing this for a while now, facing a lot of the challenges you have, any words of wisdom in terms of, you know, if you look back at what you've learned about yourself as a founder and what you've learned about uh, breaking through, you know, basically something that hasn't been done before, that there's not a lot of things out there that have not been done before. This has not been done before. What are some of the lessons learned personally that you'd like to share with, uh, with anyone in terms of, uh, I would assume you have to have a lot of perseverance in this kind of a space, right? Yeah. To hear from you directly to the audience about, you know, maybe some words of wisdom of what it's like to push through when when things become really difficult and you have you're trying to create something that's never been done. It's um, <laughs> a great question. I have new words of wisdom every day, so um, I think that there are a couple of like general observations that I now like try to you know keep on on my. Um, back of my mind that first there is no one advice fits all it's all different it's if, if different every time every day mm, uh, so it's just keep trying uh, and keep trying and keep learning i think that uh, the, the the most important thing that entrepreneur can have is ability and willingness to change to evolve hopefully uh, because if you if you're working on that on you know identifying what Work what doesn't and being able to change in yourself because that's where all the all the uh, evolution really happens. Mm, changing yourself that's the the hardest and the most impo uh, important part, uh, and then this change is reflected um, to the outside world. That's great advice. We often hear companies you have to be adaptable, willing to pivot. But what you're saying is you yourself also have to become a dad. Yeah, that's that, 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 that's all. That's all what it is. Um, it's it's. I think yes. For for me, it's that when you change yourself, then things naturally 
change around you when you don't change yourself and you try to change the outside world that's that's a struggle that's a battle great words of wisdom to end the show by it's been great to have you we wish you a lot of success with this i'm looking forward to seeing uh sleep boxes everywhere i'll definitely become a customer uh you know for when i do my business travel uh so i'm going to be downloading the app uh, right after we hang up here but uh thanks for joining us today and anything else before we wrap up guys uh just let us know like if you're present on social networks facebook tw besides twitter where, where yeah, if you if you can follow us on instagram and uh, and um, facebook and uh, our, our how say it? Like if if you if you search Sleepbox Life, that's uh, or Sleepbox, yeah, Sleepbox Life. That's our hashtag and or however it's called. Um, so yeah, all of these actually means a lot to us. Um, and we see comments, we see all the responses. I personally see them. So uh, please stay tuned, and uh, a little bit of support is extremely. Yeah, I, I would like to remind. I would like to remind the audience that uh, in case you're watching this interview at a later time, you're probably watching it on our website. So all the info is going to be right here on this uh, on, on, the, on this website, on the page that we're creating for this web website alone. So uh, all the contact info for Sleepbox, Mikhail, it's all going to be in here. Stay tuned, folks. Follow us. And uh, we'll see you next time. And the only thing left for me is Mikhail. Thank you, big time, for joining us. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Bye, everyone. Check out past episodes, transcripts, blogs, and more on our website dojo.nearsoft.com.